When we lose our innocence, when we start feeling the weight of the atmosphere and learn that there's death in the pot, we take leave of our senses. Only children can hear the song of the male house mouse. Only children keep their eyes open. From Annie Dillard. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for January 13th through 20th, 2017. It's the last quarter of the wolf moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Maine is home to an astonishing number of small rodents, including the North American deer mouse, the white-footed deer mouse, meadow jumping mouse, woodland jumping mouse, as well as meadow, southern, red-backed, rock, and woodland voles, and the southern and northern bog lemmings. The deer mouse is probably the most common of what we call field mice, and the Passamaquoddy call tuckus. Mice don't hibernate, though the uh, deep snow of a Maine winter can be hard on all wildlife, but it offers these tiny creatures a certain advantage. They make long tunnels under the snow and thus are able to forage far and wide, even in broad daylight, without being seen by the sharp-eyed hawk, kuhwas, the wily fox, caxos, or the cunning coyote, pilimalsum. Watching the bird feeder the other day, I was delighted to see a field mouse pop out of the tunnel in the snow to fill its cheeks with sunflower seeds and disappear again. And this it did several times. Field mice live in burrows lined with soft, insulating materials such as milkweed fluff, shredded birch bark, and crumbled leaves. But they must eat almost constantly, especially in the cold, because their metabolism is very high. Field mice benefit the natural economy in numerous ways that we know about. They carry seeds far and wide, helping to propagate many species. They loosen and aerate and improve heavy soils with their burrows filled with shredded organic matter. And, of course, they feed so many larger carnivores that field mice may be aptly called the McNuggets of the wild. Here's a field and forest report. Field mice can cause harm, too, notably to fruit trees at this time of the year. When the ground is covered with snow and forage is scarce, mice will gnaw the soft bark off the roots of apple and other fruit trees. I've seen a seemingly healthy 40-foot standard apple tree loaded with apples keel right over at the height of the picking season because of winter mouse damage to the root system. In fact, orchardists will tell you the greatest threat to the life of a mature apple tree is the lowly field mouse. When I worked in the orchard many years ago, we had to spread poisoned corn up and down the rows every fall. All the while, I would be shouting to the mice, Poison corn! Do not eat this! If you have fruit trees, it may be helpful to keep the grass mowed under the trees. If you mulch, keep it away from the trunk a foot or more. And in winter, shovel the snow away from the base of your trees. And here's a rank opinion. 
It was a delight to see that tiny field mouse under our bird feeder because, well, I feel we owe them. Mice are not tolerated for long in our house before the mouse traps come out, and I, I feel sad each time I have to carry a dead mouse out to the compost, even though I know it's usually quickly gobbled up by one scavenger or another, quickly recycled. We know that mice are very much like us. They're hunter-gatherers. They build their own comfortable houses and insulate them against the cold. They bring food home and keep a store of it. They feed their young on mother's milk. And, believe it or not, they sing to each other. Though their songs are too high-pitched for us to hear, they sing. They sing. Look it up. You'll be amazed. And, of course, since we are so alike genetically, mice by the millions give their lives for us in biomedical research. So, yes, we owe them. Gratitude for mice. And here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first from Walt Whitman, 1819 to 1892. I believe that a leaf of grass is no less than the journey work of the stars. And a mouse is miracle enough to stagger sextillions of infidels. And a Nigerian proverb, when the mouse laughs at the cat, there's a hole nearby. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>